Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Today in security from Wired. Brought to you by Hot Seat, a new memoir from Jeff Immelt, the former CEO of General Electric. Immelt explores his time at the helm of one of the world's largest companies, from navigating a post-9-11 world to the 2008 financial crisis and more. Buy your copy today. Privacy-first browser Brave is launching a search engine. Unlike Google, Brave Search won't track or profile people who use it. By Matt Burgess for Wired UK. Google's grip on the web has never been stronger. Its Chrome web browser has almost 70% of the market and its search engine a whopping 92% share. That's a lot of data and advertising revenue for one of the world's most powerful companies. But Google's dominance is being challenged. Regulators are questioning its monopoly position and claim the company has used anti-competitive tactics to strengthen its dominance. At the same time, a new wave of Google rivals hopes to capitalize on greater public desire for online privacy. Two years after publicly launching a privacy-focused browser, Brave, founded by former Mozilla executive Brendan Eich, is taking on Google's search business, too. The announcement of Brave Search puts the upstart in the rare position of taking on both Google's browser and search dominance. Ike says that Brave Search, which has opened a waitlist and will launch in the first half of this year, won't track or profile people who use it. Brave already has a default anonymous user model with no data collection at all, he says, adding this will continue in its search engine. No IP addresses will be collected, and the company is exploring how it can create both a paid ad-free search engine and one that comes with ads. But building a search engine isn't straightforward. It takes a lot of time and, more importantly, money. Google's search algorithms have spent decades crawling the web, building up an index of hundreds of billions of sites and ranking them in search results. The depth of Google's indexing has helped secure its market-leading position. Globally, its nearest rival is Microsoft's Bing, which has just 2.7% of the market. Bing's own index of the web also helps to provide results in other Google rivals, such as DuckDuckGo, which uses it as one of 400 sources that feed into search results. Ike says Brave isn't starting its search engine or index from scratch and won't be using indexes from Bing or other tech firms. Instead, Brave has purchased Tailcat, 
an offshoot of German search engine Clicks, which was owned by Hubert Berder Media and closed down last year. The purchase includes an index of the web that's been created by Tailcat and the technology that powers it. Ike says that some users will be given the ability to opt in to anonymous data collection to help fine-tune search results. What Tailcat does is it looks at a query log and a click log anonymously, Ike says. These allow it to build an index, which Tailcat has done and already did at clicks, and it's getting bigger. He admits that the index will not be anywhere near as deep as Google's, but that the top results its surfaces are largely the same. It's the web that the users care about, says Ike. You don't have to crawl the entire web in quasi-real-time as Google does. The Brave search team are also working on filters called goggles that will allow people to create a series of sources where search results are pulled from. People could, for example, use filters to only show product reviews that don't contain affiliate links. A filter could also be set to only display results from independent media outlets. And Google might soon have even more competition. There have been unconfirmed reports that Apple is building its own search engine, although this could see it lose billions of dollars that Google pays it to be the default search choice on its Safari browser. Further competition comes from Neva, built by former Google engineers who plan to use a search subscription model, U.com, which is in an early testing phase, and British startup Mojik, which has crawled more than 3 billion web pages using its own crawler tech. It remains to be seen how much of a dent any of these rivals can make in Google's dominance, or if they actually need to if they're going to succeed. Google's rivals can be successful in local markets and make profits on a much smaller scale. Search engine Seznam has an 11% market share in its native Czechia, while Russia's Yandex has 45% of its local market share. DuckDuckGo, which has most of its users in the U.S. and Europe, has made a profit since 2014 and passed 100 million daily searches for the first time in January. The closure of clicks offers some important lessons. When it shuttered in April 2020, the company said that despite having hundreds of thousands of users, it couldn't cover its own costs. In the search business, some scale matters. The world needs a private search engine that's not just using Bing or Google in the back end, Click said when it announced its closure. Brave has one advantage when it comes to people who might use Brave Search, its web browser. The company says the browser, which launched in 2019, already has 25 million monthly active users. In the future, they may all be potential search users, too. However, Ike says Brave Search won't be forced upon people as a default to begin with. We will have it as an alternative, not as a default, because we'll still feel like there's more work to do, he says. As it gets good enough, I think we will try to make it the default engine in Brave. This story originally appeared on Wired UK. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at wired.com security. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. 
I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.